Well, where do we start? Today's one of those days where I take the microphone and I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. I, and are you as well? Uh, there's two areas to go here. One, Juwan Howard got what we thought he would get. I thought he should have been fired. I knew he wasn't going to be fired. I have very little respect, if any, left for the uh, Michigan basketball program. Not a fan. I will root harder against Michigan than I ever have and uh, kind of leave it at that. So we knew Juwan Howard was not going to get fired, but we uh, also kind of thought, you know what? It was a jag move. It deserved, at minimum, a suspension for a lengthy period of time. Uh, that's what he got. But the erosion of what's allowable. Basically, now, Michigan has said, yeah, a coach can throw a punch. That's it. Coach can throw a punch. He's good. He's good to go. No problem. So, uh, Juwan Howard uh, gets a suspension. And then, if you've been following the saga... Aaron Rodgers putting out his cryptic tweet or Instagram post. It, it just. Man, it's. Uh, I, I. How do I put this? Aaron Rodgers is a tremendous quarterback. Uh, he gives the Packers the best chance to win. I go back to a conversation that I had with him years and years ago, 2008, 2009. I don't know the specific day. Uh, but Aaron was a very intellectual guy. He was a very open guy. He was a fun guy. He he just was different. And he had said to me, and I think there was a couple people that were standing around, so I won't, don't want to claim it's some one-on-one -on -one conversation. But I thought to myself, when he started to talk about the way Favre left Green Bay and what was going on, and he wanted to be kind of the anti-Favre. So that's the reason he did his press conferences at his locker, because he didn't want to be in the podium like Favre. He wanted to be able to talk to people. He wanted to be open. He wanted to be um, accessible. And he never wanted the saga to play out. He'd always talked about what went on with Favre. And it's not that he was an anti-Farve guy, like he hated Farve. It just Farve didn't really help him. Farve didn't do a lot for him. And he just kind of had to follow Farve and try to do what Farve did. And, and what he didn't like, he, he tried not to do. And he had said at one point, he said, yeah, if it ever comes to the end of my career, I'm never going to do this. Not only is he doing it, he's worse. He's worse. I don't know. Being well-read does not make you smart. And with each piece of admiration that he has received 
whether it be from his teammates, coaches, front office, his peers, media. He has taken every one of those pieces of praise and stacked them neatly as bricks, and he's built this giant pedestal that he's put himself up on. I don't know what his announcement's going to be. It sounds like he's retiring. I don't know if he's just aching in pain because Shailene Woodley left him or he left her. I don't know. But to say continuously how much he cares for the fans and the organization, and yet to to continuously put out these cryptic things that he knows is going, they're going to be analyzed, overanalyzed, these pictures. The, he, he does everything extremely calculated, the immunization comments, and he's just so smart, and you're not. He is an unbelievable prima donna and ego who doesn't give two dams about you. I don't think he cares about legacy. I think he he feels in his own head he's built his own legacy. And if you walk away and you do this to the fans and the way you've done it, you are nothing more than a quarterback who has accumulated records. You won a ring. And I'm going to say you won a ring. You know, you, you played great. I, one of the best games I've ever seen you play was against the Atlanta Falcons down in Atlanta on that quest for a Super Bowl to put you into the NFC Championship game in Chicago. The NFC Championship game was not your greatest moment. The Super Bowl was a good game. Played a pretty good game. But that defense... For as much as you want to hold your hand in the air and act like you're some kind of uh, end-all, be-all, that you've led title town to the title, I give all the credit in the world to Charles Woodson and the defense, too. Um, in the last two years, you have failed. And in the cold, you look old. Like I said... You still give Green Bay the best chance to win. But the act, this I'm smarter than everybody else act, this cryptic crap, it's it just is. It, it's just it's it's kind of like, okay, make your decision, do what you want to do, and move on. You know, if you're retiring, retire. Just say it. Be a man, okay? Be a man, Aaron Rodgers. Say what you're going to say and be a man. One of the best things you ever did was your speech prior to the season last year coming into training camp. You laid it out. It was great. It was honest. And since then, who the hell are you? You said a while ago, I'm not going to keep people waiting, but you put these cryptic tweets out, you know? I don't know. I woke up today irritated. Um, we'll see. I, and again, I look, I think he's a tremendous quarterback, but it's just irritation. Irritation. Uh, Anton says, at this point, I don't care. Do I want Aaron Rodgers back? Of course. But at what cost to hold a franchise and its fan base hostage? Let's move on and build the Packers back to a championship form. He is not Brady. 
Aaron should watch Man in the Arena on ESPN Plus and take some pointers. Uh, Tom says, you're just figuring this out now? He's always been an ass. No, I've I've said he's he's changed. Year after year, he's changed, and not for the better. Not for the better. And there's nobody with balls enough. To, uh, to call him out. I guess within his own circle. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Love to have you. Love to have you on today. Maybe he did have a few scotches last night. Waxing nostalgic. I don't know. I, I I don't. Maybe he's going through some stuff, you know, mentally. I don't know. Uh, like I said, again, being well-read doesn't make you smarter than the average bear, and it seems like he's taken uh, taken everybody's praise and the ass-kissing that he received last year, and all, he do, all he's done is stack uh, his pedestal even higher to put himself up on it. Here's the thing. Um... And, and I, a friend of mine called me this morning and said, what do you make of this? And I said, you know, as every day goes by and he does more and more of this, I lose more respect for him. I think he's a tremendous player. That'll never change. I think I, I respect what he's done on the field. The things that he's done off the field, I, I don't respect anymore. I just don't. That's it. I don't know if you guys feel the same or not, but, you know, is what it is. Uh, also, 877-867-1670. Uh, today we're going to have Pete Doherty. He's going to join us, uh, the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Aaron Nagler of Cheesehead TV is going to be here as well. We're going to get his thoughts on all of this. And uh, just kind of how, how they take how they take this. Maybe he's just caught up in some feelings, sitting around, thinking about things on a Monday night. I don't know. But it just seemed like it's just everything he does is calculated. Everything he does is calculated. Maybe he's going to make his announcement on the Pat. Everybody says he's going to make the appearance on the Pat McAfee show. So, Ben, did he say today's the day that he's going to make an appearance on the Pat McAfee show? Do we know this? No. No, it's definitely wishful thinking. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Everybody says he's making announce. the announcement. I Right? I mean, we, we kind of feel that it's coming sooner rather than later. But um, I know that there is this thought that today he's going to be on McAfee. Um, but here's my 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 issue: if you're going to make your announcement on McAfee, why do this? Why put that out? Did you wake up and read that and kind of think to yourself, "What is he doing? Why is he doing this?" To be honest, I saw the post when I woke up and I read the first three sentences and then didn't feel a need to read the rest. Um, right. He wants people to talk about him all day, which, I, I mean, he's winning. If you go to ESPN, I think they're doing entire right. TV shows on it. I just Yeah, like, no, between that and Jawan Howard, that's all the people are talking about today. Like, retire, come back, ask for a trade, just announce. Just yeah. just say what you're going to do. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Um, 877-867-1670, if you want to find us, too. Um... 
if uh, Robin says if he does come on McAfee, I bet he dodges around it another week or two to keep himself in the limelight. Um, I believe Goody is on uh, McAfee tomorrow. Mm, no, Gudekunst is, well, I mean, he may be, I don't know, but Gudekunst has called a press conference for tomorrow. He's supposed to meet with the media tomorrow. Paul says Aaron Rodgers, nothing more than a pro-athlete narcissist. Um, it just it, the, the reaction is vast. The reaction is vast. Some people say, get over yourself, Aaron, move on. Others saying, you know, hey, let us know what's going on. Give him time. So we'll see. But I know Gutekinst is uh, meeting with the media tomorrow because the Packers uh, put out the word yesterday that uh, there will be a presser tomorrow as everybody. And my, so th maybe that's the maybe that's the assumption that uh, Rodgers will announce today. So Goody's going on McAfee tomorrow to talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not reading. I, you can certainly take that, what he wrote. And, and if you ha haven't seen it yet and, and you don't know specifically what it is I'm talking about, we can always read it back to you coming up here in the next segment. But I also retweeted it over on Twitter. You can find me over at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. But it's it's the 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 thought of many that reached out today were, you know, kind of get over yourself, dude. Just make an announcement already. Stop with this crap, with this self-absorbed crap. If you want to cut, you know, you want to really kind of cut to the core. Just stop with the self-absorbed crap and make an announcement. Stop doing and stop doing this to the fans that you care, you say you care so much about. So we'll see what he does. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. The new Bud Light Seltzer, it's out. And uh, people are talking about it. Uh, you saw it introduced uh, during the uh, Super Bowl. So uh, go into your local store. they got the tie-dye seltzers out now. The tie I don't even know what the hell the tie-dye seltzers are. But uh, the tie-dye seltzers are out now. Check them out. From our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. You can step into one of those. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, Seltzer, Hard Soda, IRC Beers in St. Louis, Missouri. There you go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show we continue on. Glad to have you today. And it is a weird day in the sense that uh, the world was on fire because Aaron Rodgers was going on Pat McAfee. He had a really cryptic um, Instagram post last night. Then we come to find out that he just came out to the world to say, "Hey, I've got nothing left inside my body." What a what a weird deal. Um, <laughs> Just Aaron Nagler, Cheesehead TV, joining us uh, on the hotline. Aaron, it was a whole lot of do about nothing, wasn't it? I mean, the troll game is strong with 12. 
Well, I yes, understand where he's coming from in regards to, hey, can't I just be grateful for my friends and all of that? He knows what he's doing. And, of course, we all dutifully line up to listen. And the moment he said he wasn't sharing any news today, I turned it off. So I'm sure he has right. lots of fun things to say to Pat and the, and the guys. But, look, I got stuff to do. I got a life to live. And all I really care about when it comes to Aaron Rodgers is, is he going to be the quarterback next year? That's right. legit where my interest stops. So once that was clearly not going to happen, uh, I was out. I uh, first of all, didn't he say he was going to make a decision prior to the whole, you know, uh, franchise tag deadline because he wanted to be fair to Devontae and the franchise yep. and such? Uh, are, are we yep. just kind of sitting here going, "Well, you're full of crap"? No, not yet, not yet, because essentially the deadline, the window opens today uh, for teams to place a franchise tag. However, that rarely, if ever, happens on the first day. The window goes until March eighth. March eighth is the actual. That's when if you don't if you don't have a decision from Rogers by the eighth, then you can call him full of crap. But until then, he's still within the window that he said he was going to take. And I think I you know I take him at his word. I don't think he wants to quote drag it out. Um, yeah. I don't think he wants to create the ultimate level of drama we went through with Favre for years. I, I do. I, I like I said, I take him at his word that he does want to give the Packers a decision and some clarity prior to the beginning of what is essentially another construction of a roster, you know, and uh, Devontae Adams is a monster piece of that, clearly, as is Aaron Rodgers, and they can't move forward until they know what the hell is going on with their QB. So March 8th is really the, the, the date to circle here. I agree. I, I, I'm 100%. I've always said I thought Rodgers, when you get into the free agency period, you get into the new year, he would he would keep his word. He, he really would. We weren't going to drag this thing out because people seem to think it's going to be six, seven months, and we're not going to know. I think we're going to know oh, in the next two weeks. I can't handle that, Bill. I can't handle no. that. No, I agree. I, I, I think the next two weeks we're going to know what's going on. I also think, and and... and I, I get the sense if he's doing body cleansing and staying in shape and all that kind of stuff, I, I got to think that that he's coming back. And seventy five percent of me says that if he's coming back, he's most likely going to play for the Green Bay Packers. Do you get that sense? Yeah, I do. I think all signs are pointing that way. I don't think you know the Packers and Matt Lafleur hired Tom Clements out of retirement to come coach up Jordan Love. You know, I do think the idea, the plan is most likely pointing towards Aaron returning. I don't think it's 100%. I do, again, I can only take him at his word, but I do think he is trying to come to his own kind of peace of mind with whatever decision he's trying to reach. But yeah, I, I suspect if he does come back to play and it does not retire, it, I mean, what other spot offers him a better opportunity to compete for a championship than in Green Bay? And I understand, you know, there have been a lot of rumblings about, you know, the Broncos or maybe potentially the Colts. And I do think, you know, he could undoubtedly help one of those teams, but I don't think there's a better situation for him than in green Bay. So if he does want to come back and he wants, does want to keep playing, I just don't see him trying to force a trade, so to speak. And I don't think the Packers want to do that either. I think they want to elongate this window with Rogers as long as they can. And that's going to be a big piece of this is if he does decide, okay, I want to keep playing. What does that contract look like? I know we've seen reports regarding, you know, a couple of years extension, 45 mil a year. Uh, but until we have, again, some kind of decision from the man, it's, it's hard to get much clarity there. I got to believe, and I've said this time and again on this program, the minute I heard that Tom Clements was coming back, Tom Clements is not coming back to, to be the tutor to Jordan Love. He was, I got to think Matt LaFleur said, hey, we lost, uh, we lost Getzey. 
We, we lost uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, Step uh, Stenovich is coming up to be the offensive coordinator, but who do you want as your offense as your co- quarterbacks coach? And I got to think that Rogers. Yeah, I, I think that Rogers said, you know, hey, Tom's still sitting around out there. He hasn't because there's really no direct coaching connection, and you've got a younger staff bringing in a 68 year old guy. I got to feel that Tom exactly. Clements was Aaron Rodgers' guy. That that was the guy that Matt Lafleur said, "What do you think?" And, and Aaron said, "Yeah, okay, let's do that." I, I totally agree. I do think you know. You remember the report from me and Rappaport shortly after the season ended saying that Rogers stuck around green Bay for a few days, something he usually doesn't do and did talk to Matt about the future. I think that one of those conversations had to be about Tom and the idea that like you're saying, Getsy's return to green Bay after he left, you know, under, you know, McCarthy's staff, he was in college football as an offensive coordinator for a year. And then his return to green Bay was in large part due to Aaron Rodgers wanting him there. And now that he's got a, coordinator job in Chicago and as you state Nathaniel Hackett now out in Denver he you know undoubtedly wanted a voice that he trusts a voice that he knows and a guy that look Aaron has never and I mean never missed an opportunity to praise the work that Tom Clements did with him as a young quarterback as he was developing his first you know three four five years in the league he, he will always you know he will give Mike McCarthy a little love but he always makes sure to mention Tom Clements and if that doesn't indicate here what what you know how much of this is is Aaron Rodgers driven i think that's a, a pretty good indicator i will then go to the next topic and that is the offensive line and that is david bakhtiari you guys had a great piece with bakhtiari in the description of what he went through this season my assumption coming out of that article was rest for a couple of months then get back at it uh, hopefully the fluid doesn't begin to build up on the knee again he should be good to go come training camp correct that's yeah that's the impression i got and that's everything he told me both on and off the record uh did just feel like it was a bit of a nightmare all year long trying to get back on the field and like you indicated there the fluid just in his knee would not subside um but structurally everything is fine you know as far as the acl is completely uh you know been the operation is clean he got a little bit of his uh mcl as well a little structural damage but that's been cleaned up so Apparently, yeah, the knee is good to go. It just needs rest. So hopefully we get there into whenever they start their OTAs, mini camps, what have you, we'll see him out there running around. Uh, Talking with Aaron Nagler of Cheesehead TV. Now, if you're going to have, because we know they can't keep everybody. We know Devondre Campbell left. It doesn't mean they won't get a deal together. It just means that right now he's kind of contemplating what he wants to do and maybe what his people want to do. But what is the priority? Once you get past Ryan, I believe Rodgers is coming back. So let's start there. Once you get past that, then what is your priority? I mean, it's Devontae. I think that's clear, right? I think the tag will probably be placed. Although you never know. As Andrew Brandt always said, deadlines for action and march 8th is that deadline i don't think the packers want to use the tag they have been loath to do it both under ted thompson and brian gutekunst but it is you know a tool that you can use and i think if they need to they will the issue there of course is the moment you place that tag on Devonte, i think it's close to 22 million dollars guaranteed gets slapped onto your salary cap and that's the moment that that tag gets, gets placed so i do think they'll try to get an extension done there and then after that, as you indicated, I think Devondre Campbell, they're clearly talking. Uh, I think they, you see the effect that he had on that defense in the middle, uh, a presence in the middle of a defense that we haven't seen in Green Bay in a very long time. I got to think he's next in line. And I know they're talking to Jair about an extension. After that, there's a couple other guys that you think 
core guys, maybe Adrian Amos gets extended. MVS to me is a guy who really helps make the offense go. You saw how much they really missed him in that playoff game. I don't know that they can afford him because if you're MVS, he to me is kind of the one key big kind of name, so to speak, with Green Bay that if I'm his agent, I'm like, there is no way I'm letting you sign a below market deal until we find out what's out there. Because I would suspect he's going to make a lot of money. And if you are the Packers and you are keeping Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Devontae Campbell, there's not going to be a lot left over for your number two or three wide receiver. I just think they're going to have to try and go the draft and develop route, as I know Packers fans have come to love. Um, I also sat here in the postseason and I watched these teams that advanced Cincinnati and, and obviously L.A., Uh, they had guys defensively. They had guys that were leaders. They had guys that stepped up. And it it harkens me back to when the Packers did win a championship. They won it with Reggie White. They won it with Charles Woodson. They need that guy. It was supposed to be Zedarius. He was injured all season long. I I think you got to go find that guy. And if it's not Devondre Campbell uh, that you're going to end up keeping, and he's not very outspoken, but you right. need a guy. You've got to bolster that defensive front, those defensive trenches. As much as I want to say Lowry had a better season, and he did, Lancaster's a probably guy. Best, other, these other guys are a guy. A Packer. Yeah, that's and true. he's, that's and he's true, still just a guy. You need Kenny. You need to get Kenny some help. It's been an ongoing kind of thing. We've talked about it. You've had TV for years. Um, is this the year? I, you know, hopefully. You're sitting there at 28. If there's a defensive tackle worth selecting, and I'm all for it, but you know, I, as far as like a leader or a vocal kind of addition, maybe you find that in free agency. Although, you know, I think Devondre can be that guy. Um, I know, like you, Zadarius had been, you know, really kind of demonstrative and somewhat of that leader on the defensive side. I just think, you know, you look at the Joe Barry effect and how this was only the first year in that system and the tackling improved. I mean, uh, pretty much most of the fundamentals improved across the board. If they can continue to build on what they, you know, kind of started with here under Joe Barry in the first year, I'm not so sure that you absolutely positively have to have that, you know, rabble rouser, loudmouth guy on defense. I think you can get the job done. Um, But it is a question of which pieces can you keep? How much talent can you add with your quarterback taking up such a sizable chunk of of your salary cap. That's always going to be kind of the balancing act in green Bay. And as long as Rogers is there, Uh, but like, like you you see that playoff game, the talent is there. The promise is there. If they can keep building on that, I think it's, you know, pretty exciting times for defense in green Bay. Do you get the sense that, because I know there's a lot of talk about Rogers being the highest paid and such. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I hate to use the Tom Brady thing, but, uh, but we all know quarterbacks that make more than 13% of the team's total payroll don't win Super Bowls. And, and at some point, don't you, if you're Brian Gutekinds and you got this great relationship, don't you go to Aaron and say, here's a checkbook, take what you want, whatever you don't spend, we'll spend on other players. And, and because if Aaron wants to be this decision maker and ha- doesn't he, he's got to know. He can't take all the money, right? I mean, yeah, I'm sure that will. Nah, I don't even know if that will be discussed, but you've got to think Brian and Russ are definitely thinking about it. But, you know, it, it ain't show friends. It's show business. Aaron Rodgers has played now two pretty significant stretches of his career in Green Bay as a, a believe it or not, a below on a below-market deal. You know, he's watched guys like, you know, way, way, way under him as far as, like, any stat you can point to any amount of MVPs, et cetera. 
have been making a lot more money than he has because the Packers have been smart and they've been proactive when they have re-signed him. Um, and so over time, and it happens, especially at the quarterback position, a deal you sign today, oh, highest paid player, blah, blah, blah. You know, you blink and two years later, you're, you're number 10 or 12 or 15 even. And that's why Rodgers has kind of found himself. So as much as it, as a fan, you want to say, yeah, Aaron, God, take a little less and let's build a team. He's earned it, man. Like if he's won two MVPs back to back at age 38, this is, uh, you know, your last couple times, of your last, probably your last major significant bite of the apple as far as the package committing serious money to you. I wouldn't take a dime less than what I'm worth, especially comparative to my peers. I, I get it. I, as a fan, I understand the idea of, well, just take a little bit less. And that's easy for us to say. But, man, one play and it's all over. One play, one injury, you're done. Man, right. make what you can when you can. That's what I'm about. My argument to that is $267 million in payroll made plus the endorsements, which leave him at $327 estimated million that he's made in his career. All he has left is legacy. And if he plans on being considered the greatest of all time, he's got to have at least two, if not three, Super Bowls. And what's what's the price on that? And that's my argument is I get it. I Look, I think he deserves the money. But we all know if you make all the money, don't don't sit around and bitch that Randall Cobb isn't there and Devontae Adams isn't there and all these other guys that you want to keep aren't there because we know right. where the money's going. You know what I mean? No, I, that, I'm, I'm totally with you there. Uh, but ultimately, what you say in front of a microphone doesn't matter a whole lot right right it's about what you do and if he wants to you know i'm not gonna say put a gun to their head but if he wants to say look i want this deal like this 45 million a year blah 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 and they're willing to do it of course he's gonna I, like whatever he says whatever platitudes he gives out it's like I, and i don't blame him that's the media game right but you know as you talk about legacy and what have you and i, I do think he obviously he cares about that he's got man to. you're talking about all this money he's made and whatever He's still got nothing comparative to the owners. And if you're a player trying to get on that next level financially, you know, seed money, you're starting businesses, you're doing whatever, every bit counts. And I know it sounds like it is a lot of money, especially these guys like you and me. But once you get there, you're trying to sustain a lifestyle. You're trying to do more things. You're trying to open up other avenues for your capital, et cetera. It's a whole nother world. And playing football for a couple more years, providing you, couple extra hundred million dollars hell yes you go about it that way i mean that's how i think about it anyway aaron it makes for great drinking fodder uh someday we got to get back out and do some beers man i appreciate it as always pal great to have you back on the program absolutely thanks a lot for having me bill all right buddy talk to you soon there you go aaron nagler joining us for a couple of minutes from cheesehead tv good stuff from him and uh, great to get him back on the program i everything he says is true Everything. And I, I, the problem is, I just don't think right now in Aaron Rodgers' career, winning and money go hand in hand. I just don't. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, you know what today uh, might, might breed? Today might breed our friends at Robert Specialty Meats. I might have to, you know what, if they get the road cleared, I might have to brave down that way. Uh, Today just feels like a ribs on a stick kind of day, you know? It just does. Just feels like today's the day you got to head down. See Paul Roberts say, hey, I need one of those those grilling pork chops or some ribs on a stick. 
Uh, maybe even one of those uh, heartwarming Al Capone roasts. But today feels like that day. Just do. Head down to Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha. Go to robertsspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. He is your hometown butcher. Unless, of course, you're out and about and you want to stop down to Stenny's, get a great Bloody Mary and whatever games happen to be on tonight, sit back, relax, and, and pay attention to him. Stenny's is a great place. And as they say, you should be here second in national down in Walker's Point. By the way, go congratulate Ryan Stenny. Uh, new baby. New baby in the fold. A new Stenny into this world. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.